You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 74 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Did you know that we have a sports-related visual roundup on our website? Big time. It features some terrifying professional sports team mascots. <laughs> yeah, there's some fun ones. This is definitely a round worth checking out for the spectacle of it all. You have one more week before we reveal those answers. And we do have a five-star review shout-out, but it's coming up later in the episode. A little trivia time tease. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Fat Mincer. F-A-T-M-I-N-C-E-R. And the question that goes with this anagram is Zombie Pigman, Snow Gollum, and Ghast are all characters in what popular video game? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called It's Instrumental, My Dear. All answers in this general knowledge round will include a name of a type of instrument. Question number one. Who is the only African-American actress to win an Academy Award, a Primetime Emmy Award, and two Tony Awards, achieving the Triple Crown of Acting? Additionally, she has also nabbed multiple SAG awards. Question number two. Coined by the CIA, what is the area where the borders of Thailand, Laos, and Myanmar meet at the confluence of the Ruak and Mekong rivers? Question number three. What citric liqueur, mainly produced in southern Italy, is the second most popular liqueur in Italy after Campari and is known for its vibrant yellow, slightly turbid appearance? Question number four. What former member of the pop boy band NSYNC temporarily moved to Russia in a much-publicized pursuit of a seat on a space capsule? Although being certified by both NASA and the Russian space program, he was denied a seat on the mission after financial sponsors backed out. Question number five. Portrayed by Conrad Bain, who is the wealthy patriarch Different Strokes character, who is the only character to appear in every episode of the series. Question number six. What legendary Brooklyn-born jazz singer and actor joined the chorus of the Cotton Club at the age of 16, 
before making a splash on the Hollywood nightclub scene and starring in several films. Janet Jackson was set to portray her in a biopic, but plans were scrapped after the 2004 Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. Who is she? Question number seven. What American novelist, Pulitzer Prize winner, and Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient has only published two books, the latter of which was titled Go Set a Watchman? Question number eight. What Scottish-born scientist and engineer is credited with inventing the first practical telephone? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. It's instrumental, my dear. Question number one. The only African-American actress to win an Oscar, a primetime Emmy, and two Tony Awards, achieving the triple crown of acting, is Viola Davis. A total legend. She is always on it. She's incredible in basically every role. An amazing talent. Question number two. Coined by the CIA, the area where the borders of Thailand, Laos, and Myanmar meet at the confluence of the Ruak and Mekong rivers is known as the Golden Triangle. So if Kelly and I formed a band, I would play the instruments and she would play the triangle. Big time. <laughs> You'd have to play all the instruments. <laughs> You'd just be like, ding, ding. I can do triangle ding. and tambourine. Nice. And... You're responsible for everything else and the vocals. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Question number three. The popular citric Italian liqueur, known for its vibrant yellow appearance, is limoncello. Yum. Are you a limoncello fan? Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah, I am. I love it in champagne-based cocktails, vodka-based cocktails. I love it straight up. Question number four. The InSync member who moved to Russia in a much-publicized pursuit of a seat on a space capsule is Lance Bass. Kelly. Yeah. If you had a chance to have a seat on a space capsule, would you do it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I would not move to Russia to do it. <laughs> I would not because I'm a wimp and I don't even want to get on an airplane. Yeah, I don't think you would want to jump straight to space capsule. No, thank you. Especially after seeing these recent SpaceX failed launches. Ooh, scary. Yeah, they're not going great. They're not, but then still billionaires are like, mm, I'm going to reserve those hot seats. Right? <laughs> what is going on? Question number five. The wealthy patriarch, Different Strokes character, who is the only character to appear in every episode of the series, is Philip Drummond. I think Nicki Minaj raps about having more money than Mr. Drummond on one of her songs. Does that sound familiar? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I believe it. I'm going to look it up. So it's actually on a Trey Songs song that featured one of her raps. The song is called Touchin' Lovin'. <laughs> yeah, these are the vital facts. <laughs> Question number six. 
The Brooklyn-born jazz singing legend who joined the chorus of the Cotton Club at the age of 16 before making a splash on the Hollywood nightclub scene is Lena Horne. Question number seven. The novelist, Pulitzer Prize winner, and Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient that has only published two books, including the latter, Go Set a Watchman, is Harper Lee. So I actually did not realize that she only wrote two novels. Me either. Question number eight. The Scottish-born scientist and engineer credited with inventing the first practical telephone is Alexander Graham Bell. And he founded AT&T, which is still one of the largest telephone companies. Moving on to round two. So a little context before we move into round two. A recent five-star review that we received on iTunes came from a group of co-workers, Bobby, Sherry, Jessica, and Derek, who work at a hospital in Kentucky and listen together every week. Thank you so much for the kind review. It was awesome to read. So in your honor, we crafted the following music round, which features song titles about working. Kelly? Yeah. You're my favorite co-worker of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. But it is true that the people you work with and for sort of make or break any job experience. Oh, absolutely. I've had some jobs where I just stayed because I wanted to hang out. <laughs> These are my friends now. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to hear that some of our tributators are coworker friends and that they also enjoy the program. Absolutely. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called Shift Happens. It is a music round featuring titles about working hard or hardly working. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Two. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping. Out on the streets, the traffic starts jumping. With folks like me on the job. Three. Four. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel alright. You know I work all day to get your money to buy a thing. And it's worth it just to hear you say you're gonna give me everything. Five. Six. Seven. 
Here are the answers for round two, Shift Happens. Yeah, it does. <laughs> little punch in that time clock. Song number one was Work It by Missy Elliott. Come on, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Song number two was Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. Song number three was Work From Home by Fifth Harmony. Song number four was Hard Day's Night by The Beatles. It's been a hard day's night and I've been working like a dog. Song number five was Working for the Weekend by Loverboy. Song number six is Taking Care of Business by Bachman Turner Overdrive. Song number seven was Work by Rihanna featuring Drake. And song number eight was Welcome to the Working Week. By Elvis Costello. Tons of gems on this list. Oh gosh, yeah. Like, what's even your favorite? There's too many. It's too much good. Yeah, unlike going to work. <laughs> yeah. Work from home was definitely my beginning of quarantine song, <laughs> and then it got old. <laughs> right. You're like, uh, the novelty is lost. Yeah, exactly. After a complete year of working from home. Exactly. The video to that song is hilarious because they're not actually even working from home. They're like all in construction worker, but like sexy version outfits. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like twerking on construction sites and stuff. It's pretty awesome. I also just want to mention that when we would compete, one of our team names was taking care of quizness. Ooh, little play on words there. No big deal. Yeah, we're pretty good at those. And also, I just grew up listening to that Elvis Costello LP, My Aim is True. That entire record, cover to cover, all the songs are fantastic. Big time. Yeah, lots of good stuff on this list, though. Moving on to round three. Round number three is called Number Munchers. This classic subject round tackles everyone's favorite subject, math. Question number one. What is the only even prime number? Question number two. What is the perimeter of a circle called? Question number three. If Sally had 12 dog turds on Thursday but gave two to her grandma on Friday, 
and received a baker's dozen more from her Uncle Larry on Saturday. How many dog turds does Sally have on Sunday? Question number four. What number does a giga stand for? Question number five. What number under 20 is twice the sum of its digits? Question number six. What is the least common multiple of six, eight, and 12? Question number seven. What number sequence often appears in nature and was discovered in 1202 AD? Question number eight. Aside from one, what is the first positive number that is both a square and a cube number? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. I know all of our taters right now are like, thank you for transitioning from work to math. Yeah. And I'm like, you're welcome. Right? They're like, oh, we love this podcast of leisure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Here are the answers for round three, number munchers. Question number one. The only even prime number is two. Sure. Question number two. The perimeter of a circle is called circumference. I would like to say that the perimeter of my thumb and middle finger is the exact same as the perimeter of a white claw can. <laughs> what do you know? Fun facts. Circumference with Ricky Lime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question number three. If Shelly had 12 dog turds on Thursday, but gave two to her grandma on Friday and received a baker's dozen more from her uncle Larry on Saturday, the amount of turds she'd have on Sunday is 23 turds. <laughs> Thank you for writing this question just to get me to say turds multiple times. You're welcome. Could have been anything, Ricky. Any noun. <laughs> Any noun. But, you know, like when you think about like Baker's Dozen or like what you would give a grandma, I mean, it really couldn't have been anything. I think turds really fit the bill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Glad you're just passing these around amongst your family members. <laughs> <laughs> question number four. The number giga stands for is a billion. That's a lot. Can you imagine the DIY balloon drop situation? I will have to fashion when we hit a billion downloads. A giga of balloons. Good luck. Question number five. The number under 20 that is twice the sum of its digits is 18. So one plus eight equals nine, which is half of 18. If you weren't following there. If I was playing this round, there would be some pausing and figuring it out. <laughs> yes, for sure. Question number six. The least common multiple of six, eight, and 12 is 24. It's also the amount of cans of White Claw. If you purchase both a Flavor Pack 1 and Flavor Pack 2, you're welcome. 
Where's our White Claw sponsorship? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, but these are my kind of story problems that involve cat turds and White Claws. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven. The number sequence that often appears in nature and was discovered in 1202 AD is the Fibonacci sequence. Question number eight. Aside from one, the first positive number that is both a square and a cube number is 64. Which is also the same number of squares there are on a chessboard. Ah, fun. Fun facts, fun facts. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Rebooted. Since Hollywood seems a little short on new ideas, we've tackled a round on rebooted TV shows. Some may be currently under production or already rebooted. Question number one. A little spookier than the Melissa Joan Hart classic, what Netflix show stars a grown-up Kiernan Shipka? Question number two. When discussing LGBT issues, what TV show did President Biden say probably did more to educate the American public than almost anything anybody has ever done so far? Question number three. What protagonist titular character, played by Lucas Till in the reboot, is known for his skills with an army knife and refuses to carry a gun? Question number four. What primetime soap opera revolved around the Carringtons and their life of luxury in Denver? Question number five. The Fab Five are back. What reality series features Anthony Porowski, Bobby Burke, Karamo Brown, Jonathan Van Ness, and Tan France? Question number six. We're feeling the caffeine already. What Amy Sherman Palladino hit returned on Netflix with an episode for each season? Question number seven. A spinoff of a revival. After her racist comments in 2018, Roseanne Barr was fired, ending the show bearing her name and spawning what other show? Question number eight. What reboot had to go on without Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen reviving their shared infant role? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, rebooted. Question number one. The spooky Netflix reboot show that stars a grown-up Kiernan Shipka is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. You saw this and really liked it, right? I do like it. It's really dark and really queer. Oh, nice. I did not know it was queer. Mm-hmm. I should watch it. Big time. Doesn't it have ties to the Riverdale universe? Yeah, it takes place in the same universe. For fellow Riverdale fans, 
the new slash continued season is underway and it is wild. So good. <laughs> Hot teen garbage. Woo. Uh-huh. Question number two. When discussing LGBT issues, the show that Biden said probably did more to educate the American public than almost anything anybody has ever done so far is Will and Grace. Uh, yay, stereotypes? Like, what the heck? And white people. Like, what? <laughs> totally. It's the gay friends. Uh, yeah. It's, like, not a good education on LGBT issues. That said, Karen Walker forever. Yes. Question number three. The protagonist titular character, played by Lucas Till in the reboot, known for his skills with an army knife, is MacGyver. So speaking of queer content, though, I would love to see a MacGyver remake with a butch lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be more accurate. (laughs) Be amazing. (laughs) Just like some camo shorts and Tevas just whittling. (laughs) Just going to town on stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I think I I I have a tool for that. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, what do you need? A a jigsaw? I got one here in my fanny pack. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Me too. Question number four. The primetime soap revolving around the Carringtons and their life of luxury is Dynasty. I didn't realize that it was set in Denver. Yeah, I know. It feels weird, right? I feel like I picture it in Dallas. Yeah, in the same like sort of world as uh, designing women. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Question number five. The reality series featuring the Fab Five, Antony, Bobby, Karamo, Jonathan, and Tan is Queer Eye. Karamo is my favorite. Good to know. He was on The Real World in the early 2000s. Huh. And let's just say he's come a long way. <laughs> okay. I love the the real world always has to do that. Like, check all the boxes. We're going to put this red state hillbilly guy with this, like, flaming gay dude, you know, and make them roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the drama in his season is about him being gay. Exactly. Which is, you know, yawn. And drama ensues. Don't change in front of us. But they go to a gay bar for the first time. Whoa. And shocker, have fun. (laughs) Another shocker, gay bars are fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, duh, it's a club. Question number six. The Amy Sherman Palladino hit that returned on Netflix with an episode for each season is Gilmore Girls. And Amy Sherman Palladino, she's behind Marvelous Miss Maisel, right? Uh Uh-huh. And the lady behind the hats. (laughs) I was just going to say, all I know is that whenever she wins awards, which seems like every other day, she goes on stage with a top hat and just says, my crew, my crew, my crew. Yeah. Brother. Question number seven. The revival spinoff that was spawned after Roseanne Barr spewed racist comments and was fired is The Connors. Question number eight. The reboot that had to go on without the talent of the Olsen twins is Fuller House. Talent, did you say? (laughs) I did. What was their catchphrase on Full House? Oh, there's a lot of them. They had a lot of catchphrases. You got it, dude, was the one I was thinking of. What a weird show. (laughs) 
And I watched it every Friday. I was like, TGIF time. Heck yes. Yeah. Oh, TGIF. The golden days. <laughs> the worst. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What 1995 fantasy drama film centered around a hairless, albino young man who displayed not only genius intellect, but paranormal, telepathic powers? This film was panned critically, but performed well at the box office. Question number two. Founded in Norway, but based in Florida, what is the major cruise ship line that operates the four largest passenger ships in the world. Question number three. What timely Eric Clapton song was first released in 1966, but then re-recorded 20 years later for a Michelob beer commercial? The song includes the lyrics, We're gonna chug a lug and shout. We're gonna stimulate some action. We're going to get some satisfaction. We're going to find out what it is all about. Question number four. According to the Bible, what is believed to be the first gemstone listed in the second row of the high priest's breastplate? This stone was believed to be a powerful aphrodisiac by the Romans, and is defined as a hydrous compound of phosphorus, aluminum, and copper. Question number five. What 2012 James Bond film did Adele write and perform the theme song for of the same title? Question number six. Equivalent to the rank of a general, admirals are the highest-ranking officers of what branch of the armed forces? David G. Farragut was the first to receive these honors in 1866. Question number seven. In the 1987 romantic drama film Dirty Dancing, Jennifer Grey stars as Frances Hausman, a young woman who falls in love with her dance instructor. What is Frances's nickname used throughout the film? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The 1995 fantasy drama film centering around a hairless albino young man who displays a genius intellect and paranormal powers is Powder. 
So this came out when I was in high school. I remember watching it at the Springfield Mall Cinema in Oregon and loving it. Other people are weird out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I vividly remember the movie poster where he has sunglasses on that have lightning strikes all over the glass. I'm like, yeah. Hilarious. I doubt that this movie would hold up. No, I'm sure not. Question number two. Founded in Norway, but based in Florida, the major cruise ship line that operates the four largest passenger ships in the world is the Royal Caribbean. Question number three. The timely Eric Clapton song that was first released in 1966, but then re-recorded 20 years later for a Michelob beer commercial is After Midnight. Love those lyrics. We're going to chug a lug and shout. <laughs> Party time. I remember I was like 19 and working at Bath and Body Works and I had to wear like a gingham apron and it was really unpleasant. And the number one scent was sun ripened raspberry just to set the scene. <laughs> but the soundtrack that they would play every single shift <laughs> was the same. And After Midnight by Eric Clapton would come on. I just love the idea of you working at Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I know. It was the worst. So funny to me. I just can't even imagine you in that weird apron. Oh, for sure. It was so funny. Like around any holidays, straight dudes would just walk into the store for like the first time and then just stop. And they just look completely dumbfounded and lost. I mean, I would be lost too. Yeah, we were basically just trained to veer them towards the, either the sun-ripened raspberry, number one scent, or cucumber melon, number two scent, gift baskets that were, you know, a hundred bucks. And it was like all in one. They're like, great, wrap it up. Cool, thanks, bye. Oh my God. But they acted like they were in Victoria's Secret. And they were confused because there was no like mannequins to check out. Right. <laughs> Uh, the 90s. Right. I recently saw a meme of somebody wearing a, a t-shirt that had the Bath and Body Works logo but said back and body hurts. And I was really into that. Question number four. According to the Bible, the first believed gemstone and aphrodisiac listed in the second row of the high priest's breastplate is turquoise. Hey, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> truth or dare? Oh, no. Uh, truth. No. It's dare or dare, this edition? Yeah. <laughs> All right, <Yes>. dare. <laughs> Next time you're at the grocery store, I want you to walk up to a stranger and read this answer slide exactly how you just read it. According to the Bible, the first believed gemstone and aphrodisiac listed in the second row of the high priest's breastplate is well, that's a weird combination of words out of context in public i think that would be amazing <laughs> i'm worried i'd be committed <laughs> question number five the 2012 james bond film that adele wrote and performed the theme song for is skyfall is adele still dieting i kind of miss the old adele i think so i think adele's made a lifestyle change <laughs> Oh, no. No, brother. <laughs> Get back on track. Question number six. Admirals are the highest ranking officers in the Navy. In the Navy. That was my favorite DDR song. Oh, really? Yeah. Guess it's slow. <laughs> nice. 
Well, also, I would just like to reference there was quite a scandal several years back that somebody realized that with the amount of stripes on the sleeve of Captain Crunch, sorry, Cap'n Crunch, <laughs> actually made him an admiral Whoa. and not a captain. Whoa. And then it's like, do we rename the whole cereal brand to Admiral Crunch? It doesn't really have the. It's not really the same. Doesn't have the same ring or crunch, if you will. A real cereal scandal. Yeah, a cereal scandal, and then it turns out that it's just cartoons and cereal. <laughs> That's how the story ends. Get over it. They did make some headlines for a while. <laughs> I gotta track this story. I was all in. I was like, oh, how will this end? Set my Google alert now. Yeah, yeah. Question number seven. Lead character Francis's nickname in Dirty Dancing is Baby. Do you want to say it or should I, Kel? <laughs> I think you have to. <laughs> Let's say it together on the count of three. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Nobody puts puts baby baby in a a corner. corner. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. (laughs) Was it? (laughs) That was great. Question number eight. And the answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... Powder. The Royal Caribbean. After midnight. Turquoise. Skyfall. The Navy. And Baby. And all of those answers include shades of the color blue. And I would just like to apologize to our listener, Kate. (laughs) She recently celebrated a birthday. We made her a little video for that, and that was super fun. But it was revealed by her girlfriend, Christina, who seems like a peach, that Kate is actually not a fan of the color blue. So sorry about this round, Kate. Forgive us. Forgive us. But side note, who doesn't like blue? Yeah, we're not with you on this one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No. You are on a lonely island for this dislike. A lonely island surrounded by blue. Ooh. (laughs) Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was Fat Mincer. And the question that went with this anagram is... Zombie Pigman, Snow Gollum, and Ghast are all characters in what popular video game? And the answer was Minecraft. Fat Mincer scrambles up to be Minecraft. Ghast and Enderman are like my dudes. Ghast just floats around and he's like really sad and he just spits out fireballs and he just looks like this really temperamental ghost having a bad day. Oh, buddy. I know, it's the best. He's the best. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week is Devotion by Jim Hall. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later taters. taters.
One time we were at a wedding and we were hungover and one of the favors from the wedding was limoncello. Cute. And the next morning we woke up and I don't know what we thought it was. We did not realize it was limoncello. And so right away we took a sip of it and both vomited. I don't like this story. It was like, oh, dang, that was alcohol. We're not ready for that again. Little hair of the lemon. Yeah, it was not what we wanted. I always have a little hair of the claw is what I say. A little white claw. If you still have a headache around noon, it's time for hair of the claw. (laughs) I actually did give my mom some cat turds for Christmas once. What? I did. Why? It was a joke gift. and I was like 10 and a total jackass. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I had to scoop the litter box. And so I put them in this like almond roca holiday edition plastic container. Gross. So it wasn't like they were just loose in a gift bag. Gross. And I just shoveled some in there and then wrapped them up. But the funny part was is that we would have to drive two hours to Portland and celebrate Christmas at my grandma's house. And they went in the back of our blue caravan all the way up to Portland under that tree. Oh my God. But like we still joke about it. Hey, Ricky, do you remember that time you gave mom cat turds for Christmas? And I was like, yeah, I did. Oh, my God. My mom would have killed me. (laughs) The first believed gemstone, an aphrodisiac, listed in the second row of the high priest's breastplate. I feel like I got really spitty. (laughs) I was like, ugh. He's spitting all over that breastplate. Disgusting. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) Gross. Sorry. You said it. (laughs) 